Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Untamed Life. This is Christine Jewell. And today we are starting um, a session on relationships. And really, I want to talk about some of the biggest problems, the biggest problem I'm seeing over and over again, pretty consistently in almost all the couples I've worked with, um, the men, the women who are coming to me, the things I'm hearing in different groups. And what I believe is the foundational, the foundational tipping point to take you from Um, a relationship that is just frustrating to be in to one that is amazing to be in. I'm going to keep it really simple because this is the core slab, the core foundation, foundational problem I see. So while I'm going to address that, you know, as always, I do the, the bird's eye view, the eagle's view, we're going to unpack, you know, what's really going on? What level of consciousness are we playing at when we're engaging in this game that we play with each other, this problem that keeps coming up. And then of course, I will give you some tactical things because, you know, I am a woman of not only playing in the spiritual realm, but we got to take action, right? We got to take action, aligned action towards that, which we desire. So my hope is that you will walk away from this podcast today with really some awareness around where you have been operating in your relationship, whether you're in one today or your past relationships, as you step into a more aligned, more fruitful, more prosperous, more fulfilling relationship in your future. So no matter where you are, I believe that this podcast is relevant for you if you're truly on the path to to experience an extraordinary relationship. So as always, you guys, if you're enjoying the podcast, I would love, love if you would take a minute, make sure that you are subscribing or following. If you haven't done so, leave a review. It makes a huge difference in helping to spread the word. Um, So I appreciate you for doing that. All right, let's dive in. So what is this thing that I see over and over again? Lately, I've been working with more and more couples, which has been super fun and also very interesting because traditionally I've always worked with the individual. And as I've begun, you know, to go deeper into this work of transformative relationship coaching and mentorship, I'm seeing this consistent thing across the board. There is one thing I am just witnessing and it's painful to watch and people are blind to the fact that they're doing it. So I'm just going to dive right in. The one thing that I see over and over again is couples who are coming and saying, I want something different. I want something more. I want to be happier. We want, I want, I want, but he or she, the blame game, the blame game is so prevalent in our relationships. I'm just going to pause there and have you take a beat. 
where is that blame game playing out in your relationship, either with yourself, with your partners? Today, I'm talking specifically about couples, relationship, love relationships, husbands, wives, boyfriend, girlfriends, you know, but we're in these relationships. And there's two things that I see that are, that are kind of like happening right there. But I'm, I'm talking to couples and I'm hearing the women say, well, he is doing this. He's not doing this. He's not showing up for me. He's not doing enough of that. He's always doing this to me. And that's making me fill in the blank. And then I speak to the men and they're like, well, I try, but she's always doing this. So I can't. And she, every time I try to do this, she interferes and right. And so we're in this thing of, well, I can't because of him or she can't because of him. And we're in these games where we're literally blaming each other. What is this blame game, right? What is this blame game? And yeah, we have a lot of evidence, you know, especially the longer you spend with someone, they tend to trigger us, don't they? They trigger the hotspots. But here's what I want to do. I want to pull back and say, look, anytime we are in this space of blaming someone else or saying, I can't experience a better relationship because of fill in the blank, him or her. I can't experience better health because of better financial wealth because of whatever. Anytime we are putting that onus, that power, that resistance on someone else, we're literally blocking the flow of receivership into our own life. We're blocking our ability to play in that space, to receive it, and we're keeping ourselves away from it. What we're really doing is we're falling into victim consciousness. And, you know, I talk about victim consciousness a lot because it was so prevalent in the cycles of my youth growing up. It was what I witnessed. It was what I fell into. I felt like a victim for many years, even though I was always a fighter. I was always scrappy. I always fought my way forward at at the root level. There was this like a low grade thing of like, well, you know, this happened to me. And I had to fight my way through this. I had to overcome this thing, right? We have these stories that we build up over time. And some of us fight our way forward. You've, you know, I talked about that in an episode a few, few sessions ago, a few episodes ago about, you know, uncovering a new type of strength, a strength where we don't need that adversary all the time, right? But there, there's a strength that comes from the heart. But, you know, a lot of us are actually stuck in this victim consciousness. And we all do it. If you're human, you, there are moments where you tap into this, where you feel it, where you experience it. And some of us, you know, stay there for a very short time and we shift out of it. And some of us, you know, are very familiar in this space and we actually, you know, it's kind of become a flavor of choice. And so I just, nobody, I just want to say, nobody likes to admit or call themselves a victim. But what is victim consciousness anyways? What is the energy? What is the mindset? How do you know you're there? Well, number one, the the and like the the level of consciousness of knowing that you're in a victim mindset is that you are feeling shame, guilt, fear, you know, frustration, an inability to move forward. You might even be feeling apathetic like, well, there's nothing I can do about it, so I'm just going to like keep going and letting things be what they are. And there's a difference between neutrality, right? And openness, which is more like of a harmonious place and just saying, well, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. He's just 
that way. And I resign and I actually close off and I pull back. So I'm literally saying I can't experience that because, well, they are the way they are. I'm never going to be able to change them. So I just have to like put up with it. It's a different energy behind it. So I want you to tune in to the energy behind it, right? The level of consciousness that is making decisions that is seeing it's like, Oh, poor me. This is always happening to me. Or I'm frustrated. I can't because of him or her. So I just want to say like, this is where we're playing. You know, David Hawkins has created a, 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 a chart with the levels of consciousness. And we know that when we're in these low places, you'll know, because if you're feeling guilty all the time in your relationship, or you're feeling like still ashamed about things you did, or, or you're shaming someone, right. About things that they've done. Um, or you're constantly maybe like oh, afraid to say anything, or you're walking on eggshells because you're afraid of how your partner is going to react. You're afraid she's going to be critical all the time, or you're afraid he's going to be offended by what you say or take things personally, right? When we're in these states in relationship, when we're afraid to be ourselves, we're afraid to speak up, we're afraid to share what's coming up, you know, you know, what's coming up inside of us, what our hesitations are, what our desires are. We're just afraid to show who we are. We're hiding, right? And so I just want to, I want to call that out. I got to call that out because I'm seeing it. And while there's a lot at play and we can go into these like micro sections and start to unpack things, when we pull back and we look at it, it's really a victim consciousness that says, I don't have the power. I'm afraid of this person. And so there's this, we play these roles where one person is the victim and the other person plays the tyrant, right? Or the aggressor or the, 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 um, oppressor or whatever it is. And we play these role that someone is always on the defense. Someone feels like they're on the attack and we are pitted against each other. We actually think that our partner is the enemy. We are divided. We are divided in our relationship. There's division is happening and we make our partner the enemy. And by the way, Another thing I see here is that we flip-flop these rules, right? We take turns. It's kind of like we have a baton and sometimes you're the bad guy and sometimes I'm the bad guy. And we kind of like pass this back and forth unknowingly that we're playing these roles. It's so, so interesting when I'm working with clients there, you know, and I'm, I'm literally observing and then I have them go back and observe themselves and they can never see themselves when they're in it, but when they pull back and they get a new set of eyes and they're either watching themselves on a recording or listen to themselves long enough or listening to someone else, they're like, wow, I can, like, I can see it now. I can feel it. Right. So how do we know? We're playing the blame game, right? We're blaming. We are stuck in these loops of feeling guilty, feeling frustrated, feeling disempowered, unable to move forward, or we're constantly like in these world defending ourselves, defending our reasons why we want to do simple things, why we're working later, why we want to work out, why we want to do something, why we don't. We over explain, right? Women tend to do this, but men do it too. I'm generalizing a lot on this podcast today, but we're in the, we get stuck in these loop of having to defend ourselves or feeling like we have to over-explain, defend, justify, et cetera, et cetera, instead of being in full ownership. 
So my question right now is where are you at in your relationship? Is any of this relevant for you? Can you relate to any of these emotions? I mean, I know that I can. I spent many, many years, probably a good 20 years or more in relationship saying, nope, I'm fully empowered. I know exactly what I want. And yet I was chronically frustrated and um, feeling like, well, I couldn't fully experience the relationship I wanted because this person on the other side was unwilling, unable, not catching up to where I was, blocking me from doing what I really wanted. And it was all self-perpetuating, self-created resistance that yes, kept showing up in my external world because I wasn't really in full ownership yet. And I will tell you that the minute everything changed for me in relationship um, was the minute that I decided no more. I am truly done feeling disempowered in relationships and having to fight for power or compete for power in relationship. I am done being enemies with my spouse, with my partner, with whoever, and wondering, oh my gosh, when is he going to, you know, turn on me or, you know, is he going to support me? So the, the main thing here is recognizing you guys, your partner is not the enemy. Your husband, your wife is not the opposition. That is actually the age old trickery and deception that goes way back to the original story in the garden, right? Where Adam and Eve were pitted against each other by a third party, right? We all know the story of the snake coming in, enticing Eve, and then her turning around, enticing Adam. And all of a sudden, they're looking at each other saying, what just happened? We just got pitted against each other. Where were you when I needed you? You weren't protecting me. You manipulated me. And the you, you, you game started way early on. And we forgot. We missed the mark that we were still on the same team. We were meant to be united. And the name of the game for the enemy, which there is one when it comes to you know, the supernatural, the enemy does not want amazing creative power to be flourishing because we know the masculine and the feminine, when we come together, the the whole masculine and the integrated whole feminine, truly, as we are designed and created in God's image, when we come together, you know, there is a reason why God created masculine and feminine man and woman for each other. We were created for each other and for a mission that was so much greater than ourselves. It is not, we need each other to actually become, you know, for creation to exist, for us to be able to multiply and flourish. If you think about actually having a baby and giving birth, but something else happens also when we really come together as powerful co-creators as a couple but also just the masculine and feminine essence in general, they support each other. They complete each other. Like the feminine brings so much to the masculine. The masculine brings so much so that the feminine can flourish. And really when we come together, there is this unstoppable, powerful creation energy that happens. That's why when you're in a relationship that's thriving and supportive and you are building each other up and you are edifying each other, it's as if there is rocket fuel under both of you in your mission because the feminine brings so much life, so much inspiration, so much nurturing energy to the relationship. She is a powerful 
leader in the union. She is a powerful creator, but women are designed to create and lead differently than men. When the masculine comes and brings himself, he becomes very, you know, again, very structured, very, a high level of certainty, a high level of capacity. You know, there is oxygen to his mission and structure takes on a completely new form and we feel amplified. But I want to, I want to like really nail that piece in because there's a lot of people that are operating in relationships where that is not the reality. The relationships are actually sucking the life out of them, taking bandwidth from them, draining energy, right? We are cutting each other up instead of building each other up. We are cutting each other down, paper cutting our relationships by blaming by attacking each other's character, by pitting ourselves against each other. And we are making the other one, the enemy, instead of recognizing that is the enemy's game. You guys, I did that podcast, enemy tactics that rob you from your destiny and (laughs) divide and conquer is an enemy tactic. If he can get in between the masculine and the feminine, we do not have access to that God-given creative power and energy, the God-given gifts, you know, to really, you know, amplify our missions. They get watered down. We don't have the energy to go on the mission that God has called us for. So I always ask people like, do you have the strength, the clarity, the capacity, uh, the capacity for the mission that you're being called into for the dream God's placed in your heart? And a lot of people say, no, I don't. And what I've noticed throughout the years is one of the main things that's draining people's energy is the relationships in their life with their partner or with their kids. And a lot of times what I'm seeing when we go deeper is that there is this battlefield going on at home. And the number one thing I'm seeing is we have forgotten that we are not enemies. We are here to be on the same team. We were created for each other to build each other up to amplify each other, and to support each other. And instead, what we get into is these transactional measuring games where, you know, it's like, well, you didn't do this for me, and I did this for you, and we are comparing, we are measuring, we are transactionally exchanging, and we are pitted against each other. So that is the problem. If we are pitted against each other, of course we are in victim consciousness because obviously we have someone on the attack. That means we have to defend, right? And so what happens either we're in victim consciousness or we move up a little bit and maybe we're stuck in pride, pridefulness, okay? Which is actually a step up because at least here we start to go, okay, I want more than this. This is not what I'm going to settle for. And I talked about this again in that episode on strength, but it's like, we need to get to the place where we start to begin to open our eyes to say, no more. I want something different. I'm not putting up with this. This does not get to be my reality anymore or our reality anymore. And we are going to turn the tides. I'm going to turn the tides. But see, this is where a lot of people also get stuck is now they start fighting for power instead of now they're like two warriors in the house fighting for power. And so we may not be so much in that victim place. It's still a little bit of that, but now it's like ego against ego, bull against bull in the China shop, right? We got a lot of masculine energy, wounded masculine energy, trying to fight to prove themselves. And maybe we're shifting out of survival, but now it's like all about like, do you see me? Do you see me? Am I important? Who matters most? 
right? And we're looking to claim our stake, our value in the relationship. So we are shifting out of that victim conscience to saying, hey, I am worthy to be seen. I am worthy to be heard. I am worthy. Like I get to have a place here. I get to have a voice. And this is part of the process. But my loves, this is still all about me, me, me. What are you doing for me? Do you see me? Do you hear me? And it's so self-centered and it still disconnects us from our original design. That is, I'm not here. You are not here just to serve me, to serve me, to serve me. It's not about me, me, me. It's about us. It's about what can I do to build you up? How can I edify and build you up? How can I nourish and pour into you? And of course, we cannot edify, build other people up, nourish other people up if we are malnourished. I'm just going to say that out the gate. At the, at the very beginning, it does start with us. And it's, you know, this is not about being a martyr and sacrificing all of yourself and just pouring yourself out all empty. Because again, that pulls you down into that victim consciousness of like, poor me, I just pour myself into everyone else and I'm empty. No, I love myself enough. I honor and respect myself enough to nourish myself enough, to fuel myself enough, to set myself up so that I have what's required to bring to the relationship. You see, the relationship is there for both of you and for something greater. You two were brought together for a purpose. Maybe that purpose is to resolve your unresolved wounds. That's always part of the thing. You know, as partners, we shine the greatest light onto each other. And we're always going to have unresolved things that come up that put us into more and more integrity, into more and more wholeness, right? We get broken in relationships. We heal through relationship. I mean, that's just how it happens, right? We get to have a new experience. But I want to give us some tactical things. You know, where do we go from here Is, is realizing, you know, what level of consciousness are we playing in? Are we still stuck in this like victim consciousness where you're the enemy and we're always attacking each other? Let us get radical about that and take ownership and say, we're going to get on the same team. We're going to start to shift up and you know show up from a place of we're here and this is neutral ground. This gets to be a safe zone. This gets to be ground zero. And our number one focus is going to be to create safety in this container and to protect this container from outside influence or the lies that tell us, oh, it's his fault. It's her fault. See what they're doing. We have to be so protective, you guys, of who we allow into our space, who we talk to, what we lean into for wisdom, for advice. One of the wor- one of the first thing I tell my clients is stop asking your parents, your friends, your whoever about your relationship. Stop sharing what your partner is or isn't doing. Asking and seeking validation and confirmation outside of yourself and of your relationship. You know, this is, again, us looking outside of ourselves for our worth, for validation. And this is a loop that we get into instead of saying, I'm going to go deep within and seek that internal validation between myself and God and my lover, my partner, the woman or man God put in my life. But it always starts with us, not everyone else. We get to be fiercely protective 
of who you allow into your space. This is a sacred container, my loves, right? We're shifting into neutrality or a place of harmony, which says, hey, I'm here. I'm here to give. I'm here to love. I'm here to nourish both of us. And we are on the same team. And this gets to be neutral ground. When we start to get to that place, we start to have a desire to be open, a desire to be willing, a desire to be curious. And now this is the tipping point where we begin to shift into creative power or power instead of destructive power and force. When we are operating from this place of pride and anger and resentment and guilt and obligation, we're operating from force and we're operating from destructive energy. So we will continue to try to force our partners to see our point of view. We'll try to continue to force ourselves to be heard, force ourselves to be validated, force things to happen in the relationship. We'll use tactics like manipulation or control or coercion or transactional giving, passive aggressiveness to try to get what we want, but we'll never be fulfilled because we are in a destructive level of consciousness and holding pattern. So we have to shift up. So step number one is realizing what level of consciousness have we been playing at? Have we been pitting ourselves against each other? Have we bought the age old lie that we are each other's enemy? Or are we opening our eyes to remember God created us for each other as gifts to each other? And if we're together right now, we were brought together on purpose for a purpose, whatever it is, we get to go to work on it together. The second thing is taking radical ownership. You know, we got to take radical ownership of accepting where we are, accepting where we've been and making a conscious decision about where we're going. The the rules of engagement change. You know, one of the things I always say is you got to upgrade your rules of engagement. So the rule of engagement gets to be no more blaming, no more bringing up the past and finger pointing, no more looking in the rearview mirror. We're going to shift our focus forward on where we're going, on what we're here to create. And we're going to get shoulder to shoulder instead of putting issues between us. And we're going to talk about the situation that's in front of us, the the circumstance that's in front of us. And we are both literally going to get on the same team and look at this thing from the same side. Instead of one being on one side, one being on the other, and the circumstance, the situation, the whatever happened being in between you guys. So radical ownership. What is my part? What am I choosing not to see? What have I been complaining about that you are doing for me that I get to start bringing to the relationship? Where have I been showing up. Maybe it's you're complaining about disrespect. Maybe you're complaining about the fact that someone's not available. Maybe you're complaining about the fact that someone's closed off. I'm going to ask you, where have you been showing up that way? Because usually the one thing that's triggering us like crazy about the other person is I'm going to call this out the very thing that we're doing in the relationship. I'm just going to say that right now. So I want to just, you know, tap into that. How we take our power back as a couple is we take our back individually. We stop the blaming. We stop putting things between us. And we say from this moment on, we're on the same team. I will no longer use language. That's you, you, you. And instead I'm going to shift into conscious language, which says we, how are we going to address this? 
How are we going to choose to look at this? What is going on between us? What is actually going on in front of us? Really one of the most powerful switches I make with the couples I work with is shifting their language from me, me, me. I did this. You did that. You did that to we. And if we are using I, which is radical ownership, you can say, I own my behavior. I own this feeling. So we can say things like, I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling unseen, unheard, undesired, unwanted, right? Unappreciated. You are allowed to own your feelings. And these are things that we don't. But what we do is instead of owning, this is how I feel. This is what I see. And this is the behavior that I've been showing up in. We start finger pointing and saying, you don't care. You're always doing this or you never do that. So you guys, I'm giving you um, some really powerful things, you know, to think about right here, you know, just thinking about this. And that brings me to the last point is learn to separate the behavior from the character. You might have something going on in your relationship that is really painful to experience, frustrating to watch, you know, whether it's, it's, but it's a behavior and it's, yes, it's triggering feelings, painful feelings, feelings, maybe of betrayal, feelings of whatever. But one of the powerful shifts here, the tactical things is when I'm in these moments of heat to remember that person is not the behavior. I am not my behavior. Remember my loves that we get to build the character up while addressing the behavior. The behavior is not okay. We don't have to continue to accept behavior that's inappropriate, that is not in alignment for us. But a lot of us are not even clearly communicating what behavior is okay, what behavior is not okay, what we will and will no longer tolerate for ourselves first and then for others while still loving the person where they're at. We attack the person because we're frustrated with the behavior. And remember that whenever you attack someone, you paper cut them. They start to feel less seen, less appreciated, less worthy, less valuable, less loved. And we've all done this. We attack character. You are, whenever these words come out of our mouth, be careful because they are piercing swords that are cutting the throats of the ones we love the most. Whenever you say, you always, you are, why are you? Why do you have to be so? Be careful. Because those stings are hard to get rid of. Those are wounds that cut deep when we attack someone's character that create huge canyons between us. So right now, if you have, you know, played that role in the past. And, you know, we've all done this thing of like slicing each other's character up. We've all done this thing of just not, you know, not really showing up fully the way we desire, saying things that we didn't mean, showing up in ways we're not proud of. Remember, separate yourself from the behavior. Yourself, the man, the woman inside is not the behavior. We all choose poorly sometimes. We all choose behavior that is subpar, that we're not proud of, but you are not the behavior. And your partner is not the behavior either. So just to recap, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, recap a little bit and just say the biggest thing that I see that is creating a canyon or a gap between 
the the couples I've worked with, men and women who are desiring more, whether I'm working that, with them together as couples or on an individual basis, the biggest issue in my life was that I was still stuck in this place of blaming him, the masculine. In my in my world, it was I was blaming men, blaming all men, blaming the man in my life, blaming the masculine, blaming him for the reason why I wasn't able to experience the relationship I desired. A lot of men I work with are still blaming the feminine. And yes, these are because we have unresolved issues with the masculine and the feminine. We have unresolved wounds that get to have some healing happen. But, you know, again, I'll say that we get broken in relationships. And so we can heal in relationship. This is where we do the work, loves. And the work begins by recognizing I am still in a loop of victim consciousness. I'm still in the blame game. And until I shift out of that and I choose to take radical ownership for the direction of this relationship, and I choose to take radical ownership for the way that I've been showing up, and I choose to take radical ownership for every thought and every word and every action, you will forever be in the cycle. So again, taking radical ownership means asking yourself the hard questions about what's your part. What are you not seeing about how you've been showing up? about how maybe you've not been communicating what you really desire, what you need, you know, what you'd love to bring to the relationship, what you'd like to see in the future and get on the same team. Remember that we are on the same team. Shift your language into more conscious, creative, powerful language. We is way more powerful than you or me, right? We united become an unstoppable force. Something magical happens, transformative, miraculous shifts begin to happen. When we come back together, the masculine and the feminine begin to honor and respect each other and show up from a place of humility, creating safety for each other. I hope that you found this podcast beneficial. For those of you who are listening, I just want to thank you for being here. Please remember to share this episode with anyone who you think might be struggling with this, might need this word of encouragement today, this word of awareness and awakening. And um, I just want to send you all much love. Thank you for being here. As always, if you want more help you can or, or want support in this process, make sure you follow the notes, uh, the links in the show notes. Fill out that readiness factor assessment for a limited time. I'm doing uh, calls to help you unpack that and support you in the process of building an extraordinary relationship. Um, Thank you again for being here. Thank you for being part of our community. You can find us over on Facebook in the Warriors of the Heart Facebook community. And I just want to remind you once again that you are here at this time on purpose for a purpose. And um, men, the world needs you now more than ever to be grounded, to be anchored, to be strong, and to remember your strength and support the feminine. And women, men need you more than ever. The world needs us more than ever to bring our light, our energy, our insight, our wisdom. And together, when we merge, we become powerful co-creators. So I just want to leave you with that. We are created for more. We are created for extraordinary relationships and we get to own our part in the process. You guys, sending you much love. Thank you for joining me today. Until next time, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously as warriors of the heart, leading untamed lives. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. 
If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.